0: It is Thursday morning, the 17th of January. By the way, anybody listening, that's 10 days away from my birthday if anybody wants to send in any gifts. But uh, today, we're going to talk about one of my favorite subjects, which is coffee uh, with a good friend of mine. You know, Tony, I don't even know your last name because you're Coffee Tony on my phone, but Tony with Dark Timber Coffee. <laughs> How's it going, man? Good. Thanks for, thanks for coming on. Is <laughs> what is it? Burleson. Burleson, gotcha. Yeah, you've always been for what four years now. You've been coffee, Tony. Uh, I shouldn't even say that on <laughs> in public. But, it's not
1: the first time I've been called
0: that. Uh, but you're kind of like a, um, a coffee master. I I did I I didn't know you'd been in it that long. You've been working in the coffee industry for what, um, what sixteen years?
1: Yeah, it's a long time. Yeah, I started out pretty young. You know, I uh, you know I made my first espresso drink when I was like seven at a family deli. Uh, in Seattle, downtown, and then, you know, just kind of kept that love of coffee since then. And when I was 19, I, I saved up all my money and bought my first espresso cart and uh, found a little location for that, and it just it just rolled from there. You know, and from there, I had uh, two locations in, in Seattle, uh, one cafe, one grocery and cafe, and then uh, sold that went off to work for a bigger company, Curate, and a program for them for 11 years. Uh, and then from there, I, I uh, stepped away and started Dark Timber Coffee.
0: Gotcha. And my uh, my wife is Italian and a coffee snob, and she loves your coffee. <laughs> I uh, I didn't use your coffee as much initially, until you got the um, like the vapor packs and then the uh, uh-huh. kind of the tea packets, and it it is. And I'm a Colombian guy, so they're uh-huh. extremely flavorful. Where now. Um, you've got the the Mount Baker Mocha um which is right. the, what my yeah, favorite like right <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, which so, cuz now I don't have to mix hot chocolate and coffee I just uh, just pour that in yeah. but well, yeah you're you're from Washington then uh originally or yeah. or
1: Yeah man born and raised right here in Western Washington
0: Yeah the wet side
1: Yeah the very <laughs> wet side the wet <laughs> dank Cloudy, cold, drizzly. <laughs> Roosevelt, blacktail, I tried.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, and with the the dark timber, how long ago is it been? Three years since you started that? Two, three?
1: Uh, it's it's we started in 2017. So like like late May, I think, is when like I kicked it off. Uh, so coming up on.
0: Yeah, and it, it um it was cool for me to see. Cause I, you know, before I had been using Starbucks for a long time and then I used black rifle uh-huh. a little bit. And, uh, I'm always for per- supporting the little man. And, and obviously you and I always, um, uh, obviously knew each other and been friends. And then when you got going, yeah, yeah it was super cool. And then when you came out with, uh, kind of the tea packs, that was good. And then you came out with the vapor packs, which was even better. Mm-hmm. And since I'm, kind of a a caffeine addict to begin with the vapor packs are handy because i I actually keep those in my day pack in my edc pack like Mm -hmm. around town because all i need is hot water and i can make my little hot chocolate thing
1: exactly you know a lot of guys keep them around and they'll just keep them in their truck and they will run into a gas station, and just grab some some free hot water and just you know make them
0: yeah, and, you know, one thing, I keep a stove in my truck all the time. You know, I'm a gear junkie anyway, so I have a—it's a uh, yeah, it's an MSR reactor I keep under my seat all the time just for that reason. But I got a little go-bag under there just so, you know, with with, with coffee as part of what's in the, uh-huh. the go-bag. But well, how much—I uh, you know, know jack shit about coffee other than I like to drink it— um, how often are you having to travel because of that? Because I know you talked about, you know, fly, you know different roasts and flying. and Yeah. Which I didn't know there. I thought it was just coffee. But as I drink different coffee, all coffee is not the same. I have learned that. <laughs> not at all.
1: Yeah, not at all. I mean, it, it, it differs from the regional, right? So different
0: regions
1: um, will have, like, different flavor characteristics on coffee. Um, especially, like, the most predominant, like, an East African coffee you be the one you can notice the most. And then from there, you get like grades of coffee, right? So like uh, how well it's sorted, how well it's grown, things like that will have an impact on flavor. So you might have two Guatemalan coffees out of the same region. One was grown right, you know, selectively harvested, things like that. and One was just kind of commercially harvested. You can tell the difference between the two right there. Now, in terms of like, like traveling, I used to travel a lot more. Uh, you know, now that I started Dark Timber, that's, that's kind of halted a little bit just because it's harder for me to step away and do those source, you know, sourcing trips. Um, you know, there are some planned in the future, uh, when I can get away a little bit more. And, you know, over the years, I've cultivated so many relationships with growers and co-ops and things that, you know, it, it's easier for me to just kind of reach down there and have them send me samples of this year's crop, things like that, um, which makes that that travel down there a little bit less uh, important. If it was a new uh, producer, farmer, co-op, I would want to go down there and check out their operation and make sure they're doing things good and things like that. But.
0: Gotcha. And so I've got a buddy, Paul, who's a coffee snob. And to the point, he does everything at home and roasts his own and I don't know what Oh, now one of those, huh? oh and well he was <laughs> man he went off on a tangent about Starbucks, right? He's like they fucking burn uh-huh. their beans and their and I'm like all right man he's like yeah. it and and then he had me try different coffees and he tried yours and he was like yeah you can tell uh, you know the difference here and and, and he said you know if <laughs> if you get some kind of a I don't know uh caramel macchiato there's so much shit in it you've made it from what yeah. was coffee to to something, it's altered now. It's something completely different, so you can't taste that Absolutely. flavor difference. Yeah, I was going to say, you agree yeah, with that? Yeah, you know,
1: a company that's that
0: large, you know, uh, think about, like, how much they need. Right,
1: so, like, in terms of tonnage and coffee. So they can't selectively go through and say, like, this coffee is ass. you know, this is a really good coffee, this one's not that great. They say, okay,
0: we're going to do, like, a
1: collective pot, right, and we're going to get this sort of baseline flavor, and then what they do to create consistency is, you know, burnt t- toast tastes like burnt toast every time, right? So they're gonna they're gonna over roast it, sort of roast out any off flavors, or anything like that. So you're just tasting that smoke and that roast flavor. So that's how they're getting consistency in their coffee.
0: Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. And again, okay, I didn't drink coffee till I was probably I don't know 38, 37. and uh, um. I hate to say this, but my ex-wife, who was actually my ex-girlfriend, who actually lives in Washington now, so I should drop a bomb (laughs) on that that place. Yeah, (laughs) but Uh, where's she at? I'll I'll head on over. Yeah. (laughs) So I, 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 you know, started off with, um, you know, just standard coffee and the cut or the you know, a, a pot of coffee and, anyway, all I attended for that was I threw some coffee and hot chocolate in it when I was in the high country. And Uh the only option I had of that was um, a a via packet or the little Starbucks deals. And then you kind of start to learn about Starbucks and uh, you kind of start to not want to support them as an outdoorsman. The more you you learn. So I'm like, okay, this shit's got to go. Like so then I went to. It was horrible Folgers or something. I might as well have been eating dirt. Right. It was bad. And then (laughs) and there was and there was no caffeine in it at all, which was another problem Mm -hmm. for me. So, you know, I kind of went down this whole, you know, whatever, and I never was actually drinking coffee. I was drinking hot chocolate and coffee, which is kind of a redneck way to do it. So until really I started talking to you and Amy and I were together, coffee was just coffee. Right. And then to say that to an Italian is saying like, you know, Olive Garden (laughs) is the same as I mean, you don't even want to talk about Olive Garden in front of an Italian. They, Olive Garden oh, is like Lord.
1: the, you know, the, the, how do I say that? Like, I, I don't want to badmouth Starbucks, but it's kind of that same thing.
0: Oh, yeah. Right? That, that's what she said. And, uh, Starbucks so she, is like
1: the Olive Garden of us. A-
0: well, and, and so in the mornings, she, you know, she – it's a, it's an event making her coffee, right? She has this little thing that whips mm-hmm. shit up for, like, milk or whatever and makes it all frothy. Mm-hmm. And then she's got – Right. You know, she uses, uh, you know, your, your blend, and, and then she, she goes back and forth. She uses, like, a AeroPress thingy uh, with it or whatever, and then um, – awesome. And then she has a little froth or whatever, and that's when she's like, you have to try. And so we had, like, six different types of coffees out t- tasting mm-hmm. them. And when you don't throw a bunch of shit in there, it is a significant difference. Oh, yeah. And, and, t- and, and one's going to be kind of bitterish and crappy, which is why I never liked coffee. And so, <laughs> so mm-hmm. once you start tasting it, it's still coffee, but you get addicted to it, um, pretty quickly mm-hmm. that that specific taste i like the like a colombian roast like yep so what's how does that give its designation from it's from colombia i'm guessing but how do, how do yeah, you designate it's, it's, these different ones so uh so the
1: colombian roast is like those are coffees from colombia right so um, you know they're going to have their distinct flavor profile um, typically they're going to be a little bit like more floral, they have a little bit more citrus to them, uh, a little bit more, you know, higher on the acidity level, they, you know, like the ones that we buy, they roast great, right? Their densities are perfect, their their moisture contents are perfect, um, so they create a really nice end product. Um, Now the way we create our blends is, you know, like so we'll take coffees of different regions, And then, you know, I'll have something in my head of a blend, like an end product of a blend, and I'll try to, with these different regions, I'll try to, like, you know, put those building blocks together to create that end cut profile. So knowing that, like, a Colombian is going to be, uh, you know, more floral, a little bit higher in the, the, the acidity level, um, you know, I might use that one to kind of overpower, like, more of a base coffee, like a, like a, uh, like a Sumatran, kind of be your building blocks, your base, it's that heavy body, uh, something like that.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Now, with the, like, the Mount Baker mocha, which I get asked this a lot, uh-huh. how much caffeine is in that, roughly? Cause that everybody's a caffeine quite a bit. junkie. Well, I knew yeah. that just cause I drank it. Right. But I didn't, uh, how much is in yeah. there? Would you say like a 80 to a hundred milligrams for the whole thing? Oh,
1: easily. Yeah. Like I have it. it it's hard for me as a smaller company, to like map that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I can give like ballparks, right. It's Definitely over a hundred milligrams per pack. Um, just because of the volume of solubles that's in there. Um, know if i took it to a lab i could give you more of a you know an exact number um but it's it's on the higher side per portion for sure
0: well and i don't get so for me i don't get too wrapped up around um numbers in the sense that as long as i'm awake that kind of was the key that's Mm -hmm. that was what i needed and so the first time i used that was on in the high country and i grabbed Man, you sent me sample. I wasn't even supposed to talk about it. I had sample packets, and I did a double. <laughs> yeah,
1: as soon as you talked about that, my inbox went boom. I was like, okay,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, let's get this out a little quicker.
0: Uh yeah. Well, man, it's good, and and I I did a double, and I snapped up, and I'm like, that's got to have a couple hundred milligrams because yeah. I'm pretty caffeine desensitized from being a crackhead. Oh, uh, for sure. So, well, what uh, what are you thinking as far as like uh, you know the future? I mean. I know, um, you know, obviously, if you expanded in your line or whatever, um, what are you going to, are you wanting to try to do? Is there anything in the future you're looking to do or kind of going to take it as it goes?
1: Yeah, you know, I, I've got a lot of things uh, that I'm working on right now. And, you know, some of those are 2019 things and some of those are 2020 things. Um, you know, not just to still too much of a game, but, you know, we're working on some of our own, you know, brewing devices and things like that. Um, you know, for those guys that want to, want to do their own brewing in the back country. Uh, and then obviously different products, um, you know, more, we're expanding the vapor, the vapor line. So we'll, you know, we'll have that Mount Baker mocha. I have, um, you know, like a straight coffee version that'll uh-huh. be coming out. And that one takes a while, right? So like back to your, like adding things to coffee and it kind of lose that, that coffee deal to, to have a, uh, like a straight soluble drink that's like just the coffee um, is difficult, you know, just for me being as a, a, you know, being a perfectionist to be, you know, to just release without it being perfect. So I think we're there. So that's going to come out here pretty quick. And then we have some, a few other flavors that will be out as well.
0: Gotcha. Because, like, right now you have the G4 blend, the Timberline blend, the Vapor Mm -hmm. Packs, the Ascent Packs, and the Gravity Packs. Um, Why don't you explain what each one of those are for uh, people at me that don't know what coffee is?
1: Yeah, sure. So the first one, the Ascent Pack, that's the first one we we offered, that's like a pillow pack. So that's like a full immersion coffee pack, right? So if you can think of, like, when you make a French press, you know, you're going to put those grounds in, in, in your french press you're going to add water and sort of let them steep in a way that's kind of what you're doing with a with a, a scent pack but you're just encapsulating it in a, in a filter pack um, the filter paper that we use it varies on the, the coarseness uh, so it lets out the right amount of solubles, things like that you know traditional filter paper is going to sort of keep all those back right so it's going to clean that out we want to you know that cup to have those solubles in there so you got more of that coffee flavor uh and a better and a better mouth feel better cup profile uh so that's the ascent pack um you know they take a little bit extra work to brew them they're not easy like the vapor pack where it's more of a dump and stir kind of deal like an instant um so there's a little bit of a time investment in it right so you're in that three four minute time investment and then you know a lot of problems i see guys having is you know they're not starting out with the hottest of water right so they they might have water that they boiled a few minutes ago and they're they're trying to brew them and uh you know with with fresh coffee that's within the ascent pack you know if you're not just off a boil it's really hard to extract those properly uh, so that's the that's the ascent pack the vapor pack is, is like we talked about it's instant coffee so it's our own coffee solubles our own instant that we've made um and that's more of like just a dump and stir so all you got to do is bring water to a boil you know dump that package in whatever cup you're using or uh, and then add your add your water and stir it up and it's instant um the gravity packs um they're a really cool deal so it's for the guys that like uh pour over coffee like myself so this is a a single-serve, biodegradable uh, pour-over pack. So what you're going to do is you're going to get one of our packs, uh, you're going to tear open the top there's little, these little cardboard ears that you'll fold out and it'll actually go over your cup and then from there you're going to pour through just like regular gravity coffee, like regular drip coffee. So you're going to get that sort of like fresh drip uh, coffee yeah, kind of anywhere. And those are really popular.
0: I use those Yeah, I mean, you sent, well, I don't know, because I ran out, but you sent me some of those to try, and uh, I use those all over the place, and I, on the back of the truck, for example, I would boil water, you know what I mean, and then I would put my, those out, and then, and I'm a double guy, because I'm a caffeine addict, and so, I would I would do the one and then inevitably do another and have a giant cup of coffee which was great Um, and Mm -hmm. they're super simple too I mean they're easy I mean they don't they don't I mean they're
1: they're they're really simple Uh, though you know I will say in the very beginning when we did launch them um, we weren't super specific on the instructions on the packaging Uh, and I kind of learned my lesson from it Um, and what we were doing is we were seeing people that were just kind of pulling them out they weren't opening them up and they were just pouring water over the sort of the closed package over their cup <laughs> and uh, calling me and complaining. No shit. But they work really good. I mean, they're, they're not as uh, lightweight, I should say, as like a ascent pack or a vapor pack. I mean, you, tip, you actually have to bring in a secondary cup, right, or something to brew these in. So with the vapor pack or the ascent pack, like you can make it in a jet boil right, and wipe it out. Um, but with a gravity pack, like, you actually have to have a, uh, a secondary cup.
0: Yep, yep. So, as far as, like, on the the G4 and the um, Timberline, what, like, explain the difference in those.
1: Yeah, so, the we'll start with the G4. The G4 is a blend of naturals and pulp natural coffees. So, with, with coffee processing, you have basically, like, three different Styles, and there are some on the outskirts of that, but you have washed, which means that they're going to pulp that coffee, they're going to take off the skin, uh, the mucilage and all that, and then they're going to wash it, uh, wash all that, the the juice off uh, the seed or the bean, uh, and then it goes to to dry and cure. Um, These coffees are a pulp natural, which means they pulp it, but they don't wash it, so then it goes out to, to dry and cure with that sort of juice still on there. And then a natural gets dried and cured with the cherry or the skin and mucilage on uh, the bean. And what happens with those coffees is they're typically going to be like sweeter, mm. like fruitier, right? There's a little bit of fermentation going on with those. Um, so that blend, you know, is going to be on that fruity sweet side with some chocolate notes. Uh, it's a really great coffee, which works really well for like espresso, things like that. Um, The Timberline blend is a washed blend, so these are all coffees that have been washed. So there's no pulp naturals or natural uh, in that blend. So that's going to be like a like a cleaner cup, right? You're going to get that like kind of chocolate citrus note to it, but it's going to wash away clean uh, off the palate when you drink it.
0: Gotcha. So as far as like strength, I guess like that's another question I get a lot. Like how strong is that?
1: So. This is, so this is a thing that I'm seeing with a lot of coffee companies these days, like touting, like this is the strongest coffee, right? Because I think you're 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 speaking in terms of caffeine, right? Or
0: exactly, yeah. Roast,
1: yeah. So our our coffees are we don't have an like a traditional dark roasted coffee, right? Which is going to be that like strong, robust cup profile. Our coffees, you know, they all kind of want to be in that medium roast. And what people don't realize is when you roast on the lighter side, medium to lighter, you retain more of the caffeine that's in the coffee as opposed to roasting dark. So our coffees will typically have more caffeine than your standard sort of darker roasted coffee. Though it might feel different because, you know, when you roast a coffee darker, there's more carbon and things that's that's in that coffee that's going to have sort of a reaction on your stomach that's going to make it feel like there's more caffeine but there really isn't yeah
0: because when the first time you i think and i can you know amy is the uh, coffee commander um you had sent us i think it was raw beans in the g4 blend and i'm not 100 yep. percent sure and i she blended them or whatever that's called and i uh-huh. put Ground up. way too much um and I didn't know because I you know, you, you if you've dealt with hunting camps and Folgers, you know, I throw two yeah. giant scoops. More, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh she was like, Whoa, that's gonna be strong. And and I'm like and I did it. Yeah. And and again, as a coffee greenie, strong to me is is a dark, shitty tasting roast or a, a coffee tasting right. roast. So I drank it and I'm like, it doesn't taste strong. And she was, you know, of course she's giggling because she understands coffee and mm-hmm. I don't understand anything. And I'm like, all right, whatever. So I, you know, I threw my hot chocolate in there and I, pr- I man, <laughs> I probably, yeah, I've got this little titanium insulated cup thingy dingy. I think Snow Peak makes it right. And we were heading out uh-huh. to go shoot. I threw it in that and I'm drinking it. And uh, one, initially I had to poo because that's what coffee does to. People don't drink it, and then (laughs) and then I was shaking significantly. Not shaking, but I certainly wasn't steady initially. And she's like, "You probably inhaled four hundred milligram grams of caffeine, you idiot!" Easily, yeah. And (laughs) I didn't, I didn't know that. And so she kind, and that's why I wanted you to explain that. She kind of enlightened me on how just because Mm -hmm. it's a dark roast does not necessarily mean it's a higher caffeine. No. Um, and yeah, and I didn't, you know, I didn't know any of that. So
1: <laughs> it's, a, it's a big misconception with people, you know, they're like, Oh, I want this dark cup of coffee. My, my spoon can stand up straight in it. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I need that extra umph." and I'm like, well, technically you're getting less coffee or less caffeine, right? Because the longer you're going to, you know, develop and roast that coffee, the less is going to be present at the end. You know you you're effectively just roasting it
0: out of there okay gotcha yeah and she said something like that and you know when, when you talk about you know you got most not that I'm a coffee snob but you the one of the reasons well, we'll get you this, there. this is a funny story <laughs> so I got uh Giardia right and uh this is oh, I right that story. oh well here's what's funny I could not drink drink your I guess those are the Colombian gravity packs is that of the gravity uh-huh. so a scent pack. A scent pack. Okay. So, yeah, the ones I'd hang them on a little stick and pour water over them. Yeah. Over them. Okay. So that taste initially was like the best Columbia, and I would do two, and I'd, I'd mm-hmm. let them sit in the water for, I don't know, two or three minutes, and then I'd squeeze them on the side. I don't know if that yeah. may, helps or not, but I'd squeeze them over, pour it my does, hot chocolate.
1: I mean, it, it helps get those extra solubles out.
0: Okay. Well, and, and I, it made, you know, I, it made sense to me. So that's what I did. And, um, I do too, which I'm assuming was maybe 120 milligrams of caffeine. It was, it was good. It was, it was exactly what I wanted. And so, or 130. And then I did that for the whole mountain goat. I brought him to British Columbia. I did, you know, scouting. And then we come back from BC and... I have Giardi and I don't know. And I'm making fun of Brian because, he, you know, he's, you know, crapping his butt off and I get it. <laughs> and I got so sick after drinking, not from your coffee, but you know how the first time you get, uh, you drink too much alcohol and you get sick and you never can drink that kind of alcohol again. Oh, Dude, it was yeah, like sure. four months. Amy laughed because I'm like, I, I just can't take that flavor right now. And she's like, what do you mean? You love that. And I'm like, it's like nightmares from Giardia, honey, and so yeah, obviously it's gone.
1: Back the bad
0: but the flavor from that, compared to a Colombian from, like a Starbucks or or a Folgers or whatever, that was extremely mm-hmm. flavorful, and I'd almost say like sweeter. Maybe I don't know. If sweeter is the right word. It's
1: absolutely but... sweeter. Yeah. No, it really is. No, the Colombians that we buy are really nice coffees.
0: Um,
1: you know, they they score really well. So like we only. Would buy coffees that are going to score on an SCAA, Specialty Coffee Association of America, cupping score sheet, uh, you know, 84 points and higher, right? So we're in that specialty range. And, you know, with those coffees, they're going to be, they're exceptional coffees at 84 and higher. Uh, you know, a lot of the sort of mass produced, you know, you can go to like a grocery store, right, and look at the rack. And you can look at the prices on the rack and you're like, okay, I can get that bag of coffee for six ninety nine. There's no way you could ever have a specialty coffee, you know, and sell it for that.
0: Well, and I'm, right? I'm, so I'm like, learning that because, <laughs> you know, yeah, now that I'm trying all
1: they, they get sticker shock, right? So, like, they'll, like, look at it like, oh, holy crap, that's an expensive bag of coffee. That's like, well, the coffee that's in there, you know, is, is very nice, you know. Uh, it's not just marked up coffee. Um, well, and, but and, you can you can definitely tell the difference when you're drinking it, right? It's like if you did like the Pepsi challenge and you you put them all next to each other, right? So, um, you know, coffees that you got, like a Folgers or, you know, even your grocery store brands and you cupped them side by side, you could tell which one was specialty and which one wasn't.
0: Right. And and I had um, you know, being extremely candid here, like um I there's a time how do I explain this? There's a time when you drink something for the straight caffeine factor. And then there's a time you drink something for the enjoyment of drinking it. And sometimes you get a little both. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a yep. few guys complain about um, there's not enough caffeine in the uh, single packet. And I'm like, well, I use two cause yep. I need a lot of caffeine, but I also have my morning ritual, right? I get up early and I'm talking about on a backpack hunt. Um, yeah. I wake up um, generally. I, I, I you know, normally start the stove for my coffee because I don't function well without mm-hmm. it. And then I, I don't say, get out
1: of the mess without it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and
0: so, you know, I get the water boiling and, and then I actually leave it on a simmer on my stove while mm-hmm. those uh, packets are in there um, pretty low. That's it, a really
1: good hack right there.
0: Well, keep that
1: water temp up. Yeah. Because, you know, you have to have proper brewing temperature to brew coffee. Right, and if and if it's cold outside or whatever, that's going to like suck that heat away uh, quickly. You know, that's going to have an adverse effect on the brewing process.
0: You know. Right, right. Well, and so it was my jam. Right, that was my thing to get out Mm -hmm. of bed, and I did that, and I threw, and I always throw, and I say always, almost always. You know, I would do two of those in one hot chocolate packet. I'd mix it up, and I'd throw, you know, usually drink about half, throw a chew in, drink the other half, put my contacts in. I'm ready to start the day. Mm -hmm. Well, I had guys call, and they're like, well, there's not enough, you know, there's not enough caffeine. I had to, you know, whatever. And I'm like, well, dude, if you just want caffeine, take pre-workout. Like... Yeah. Like if you just want to wake up. Yeah. I mean all
1: that caffeine comes from coffee anyways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know? exactly. But if
0: if you're not that's
1: in The thing I see that you know it's better than coffee. That comes from coffee. Yeah. You know what I mean? That caffeine, that caffeine that's in your Coca-Cola, that all comes from coffee.
0: <laughs> well, ex- exactly. And so for me, if I needed to like um you know shit and get and go, I'm probably going uh-huh. to miss that special time that wakes me up and my happy time of coffee and Copenhagen and get right. my crap together. I'm really not drinking coffee now as much for the caffeine obviously that's a byproduct and i want that but if i'm in a uh-huh. super hurry i will i'll just take a scoop of pre-workout i throw it in my mouth and down it with water off i go <laughs> but i'm drinking coffee now because of the flavor of the coffee and it's kind of that addictive flavor that at two o'clock i'm not like man i can't wait to taste pre-workout i'm like man i really <laughs> want to drink some coffee <laughs> and Yeah, maybe that's because i just started drinking it a few years ago
1: yeah you're getting that appreciation for it so the thing that about coffee is it's not just the caffeine right so there's things that it does in your brain right that you know releases dopamine things like that like when you're in the process of like drinking it and doing that whole thing you don't get that with a pre-workout right like you don't get that sort of satisfaction all those things that, are, that come with it um that's more of just a utility thing if that makes sense yeah, like you don't yeah. sit there and sip your pre-workout you know what i mean and enjoy it no and don't get me no. wrong there's a place and time for all that stuff right that you know where it works well where it's needed but
0: yeah well, um, and that's kind of what i was explaining now having said that i love the vapor packs um Cause I kind of get it all in one anyway, but yeah, I still take the same amount of time as I did anyway. Cause I, I'm a I'm an early riser, and I like to, I kind of like to just chill for a bit and let things wake up, right, or whatever. And so, mm-hmm. but yeah, like I mean, that's what I told guys. Like, look, look, I mean, for me, it's the ritual of it, right? I mean, it's it's exactly, and, dude. Amy is like. Dude, she's so psychotic about this shit. Like the other day, she made coffee <laughs> and then she didn't drink it because she didn't have this milk that she whips up or what. Anyway, she drove to the store and got uh-huh. it, and I'm like, but that's her thing, right? She watches the news and she makes her coffee, yep. and that's her deal. So, <laughs> yeah, no, it's been uh, whatever. I mean, obviously, I I I really appreciate what you're doing because now I am addicted to coffee, and uh,
1: well, I appreciate that. Yeah,
0: yeah, but let's let's uh, change gears a little bit. Um, talk about that big blacktail you killed. Uh, two, was it two years ago?
1: Oh, no, that was a mule
0: deer. Was that a mule deer? I could I couldn't remember. I remember you killed. Well, a, to, we, well there you go. Talk about both. I helped both.
1: my buddy pack out a nice blacktail. I think I sent that to you. Uh, and then this last year, I got uh, a nice mule deer. Here okay, so land.
0: that's the that's and This
1: year, I got a nice white tail- in the same spot, shot him on the same hillside.
0: <laughs> oh, gotcha. So I'm talking about the original blacktail. I remember your mule deer. The original blacktail was a cranker blacktail, so that was your buddy's, and that's a mutual friend of ours, I think, right?
1: Uh, I'm not sure. Probably, probably. Uh, yeah, he gave me a call on that one, and he's like, "Yeah, you know." So I, I ran in to help him pick it up and pack it out, but, but yeah, I think the year before that i got a a, a, a decent blacktail, um so i don't think that was it he was definitely not a cranker
0: <laughs> but, i mean but. he was fairly good and you're bow hunting for the most part but did you shot that mule deer with a gun didn't you or was that with a bow
1: oh yeah no that was our rifle season here
0: that's what i thought yeah
1: the, the thing about it now is like i love the bow hunt right like you know this next season 2019 i'm gonna make a Uh, I'm going to try to make a better attempt at getting into those seasons, but now with the business and the way the way it is now, it's really hard for me to get out in archery season, right? Just because of the way everything sort of is, you know, laying down. Um, So I have to lean more on a rifle um, to get out and hunt. You know, rifle and muzzleloader, right? So I'm like muzzleloading for elk, uh, and then rifle for deer. Just because of the seasons, I can actually get away a little
0: bit. Yeah, well, and that's one of the reasons I like supporting your company is, is uh, obviously you hunt where you're kind of supporting mm-hmm. the enemy when you go with a, a lot of the other different companies.
1: yeah yeah, yeah. and if you look at our, like you know our company, we're not uh, we're not like paying for that image, right It's kind of just like who we are.
0: You know, oh I mean, yeah, that yeah. Makes sense, yeah. No, no, you know. for for sure. And you've got a lot of other outdoor guys, other than me. You know, you you work with quite a few other people as well. Um, oh yeah, for sure. Some of them run my competitors' pack, so occasionally I hope you choke on your coffee, but that's <laughs> all right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's yeah. There's a there's definitely a lot of overlap um, that goes on. Yeah, we definitely work with uh, a lot of guys, and it's hard to say no to people. You know what I mean? So we want to make sure that you know everybody's getting our product and trying it
0: oh no totally i got the same uh same thing um you know on my end believe me but i uh
1: oh i could imagine that oh uh, yeah it's
0: crazy but um how's our big buddy doing because um, you kind of he, he's kind of not i don't know if he's your partner partner in business but he's helped you out um you know scott? quite a bit yeah scott Sal- salmon salmon has salmon
1: scott, he's doing good man they're down in arizona uh They're coming back up right now. So him, Joey Pyburn, and a few other guys are down there on a coos deer hunt. Uh, I think they got a couple of them. Uh, So I think they did okay. Uh, My texts with Scott uh, were that he was very frustrated for most of the hunt. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because, you know, I've never hunted coos deer. definitely on the list, but he was uh, cursing them things up and down.
0: Yeah, I've only hunted them once, and I think, and I got one. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't think I'll hunt them. I don't think there's going to be a second time. Um, I ended up shooting mine at a, a quite, quite the distance away, um, for the simple fact that uh, everything ducked my arrow from sixty yards and in. They're just right. little crackheaded bastards. It's, uh, yeah, it is what it is. That's but what so he I feel man, pain. he was
1: like he'd get close, and then that was it. You know what I mean? He like, I think it was like. You know, his average distance between him and the animal was like 80 to 100 yards. And it's like he couldn't break below that.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They
1: have that sixth sense or something, you know, they just know what's up. Or, you know, they're so small they can run under a fern or something and be gone.
0: (laughs) No, for sure. And that's the thing. There's not a lot of square inches to hit. And when those square inches move (laughs) at the speed of sound... (laughs) Um, yeah, you, you know they get and you know obviously just the area they're at and everything else is is difficult. <laughs> but, but no, that's cool. Yeah, and he's been super cool. He's been very he's you know been a super loyal guy to Kafaru as well, which I appreciate.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. We ran your packs for a long time. Yeah. What happened you to know? your your
0: big your big eared muscle head buddy? I think he's into guns now. Um, I can't remember his name.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a mat shooter now. Uh, Logan.
0: Logan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't heard from him in a while. Yeah.
1: yeah. You know, we don't, uh, I I talked to him not too long ago. Um, we don't stay in touch as much as we used to. Uh, you know, he's, uh, you know, he's definitely getting into like match shooting stuff, but he's pretty good. You know, he's winning a lot of awards and things. So, um, so good for him on that. But I think he does, uh, you know, less hunting now. The last hunt that we did together, shoot, four years ago probably, uh, he drew uh, a limited entry bull tag here in washington just across the the pct and we went in there and had some fun with with some elk and ended up shooting one and and that was kind of kind of it for our hunting
0: gotcha well cool man well i tell you what i probably should get off here i got on late but we're working on about 40 minutes but i i wanted to get you on just so kind of get the word out um it's not like oh,
1: I appreciate that.
0: coffee is talked to, you know, you talk about boots and camo and bows I and mean, right. coffee's not. But I mean, everybody fucking drinks coffee every morning just about. So. Oh, shit. But yeah. uh, I uh, but yeah, everybody definitely check out Dark Timber Coffee. And uh, obviously, Tony, you can go tell them where they can check it out, at. I guess.
1: Yeah, you can go to darktimbercoffee.com uh, or on Instagram at Dark Timber Coffee. Uh, Facebook again, Dark Timber Coffee. Uh, yeah, uh, if you're um, if you go to Weathered Athlete, you can buy it through them. Uh, so if you get your supplements and stuff, you can you can add that to your box as well.
0: Gotcha. Well, cool. Well, man, I appreciate it. everything you're doing and the support you've shown Kafaro as well as as me. And uh, yeah, I look forward to the future and uh, trying out new coffee and becoming an even more of a coffee junkie.
1: We're going to get you there, man.
0: (laughs) Cool, cool, man. Well, I appreciate it. Everybody check out Dark Timber. And, man, take it easy. Have a good day.
1: All right, you too. Talk to you later.